Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, everyone. Um, welcome to a rather special edition of Dilly Ding, Dilly Dong, um, where myself and hopefully my colleague Rob Tanner will be discussing the breaking news that Leicester City have sacked manager Craig Shakespeare. It came out of the blue um, today for everyone, really, journalists and, and players alike. Um, so hopefully uh, I'll, Rob will arrive on here some, at some point. Invite to broadcast. Here we go. Join me in a second and we will hopefully discuss... Uh, Robert, hello. Ah, here we go. We are online. Working this time. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, yeah, I imagine you were just telling them, uh, it's not been officially confirmed by the club yet, we're still waiting for official confirmation, but it's our understanding that Craig Shakespeare has been sanctioned by the club just four months after being given the job on a permanent basis. One win, his first eight uh, league games has led the club to decide to go in a different direction. Uh, he was called to a meeting, we understand, this afternoon and uh, delivered the news after taking training this morning in which Adrian Silva played in a uh, so a, a special um, game uh, to help improve his fitness against Nottingham Forest. So uh, it's come out of the blue, hasn't it, James? I mean, nobody, we weren't expecting it, but we were a little bit concerned. I mean, last night, the the air around the ground after the 1-1 draw with West Bromwich Albion was very unusual. We don't normally see that level of dejection, after certainly after a draw. But uh, no, it, uh, it has come as a big surprise. Yeah, it has. I mean, and we obviously recorded uh, or recorded an original podcast uh, earlier on today, and we mentioned the fact, or you mentioned the fact that there was a bit of a a, a strange atmosphere around the ground, and we'd said that it was the first time this season where there'd been boos, audible boos at the end of the final whistle, um, and a show of frustration from the Leicester fans. Um, and you'd said as well that it felt like there was a little bit of a an odd atmosphere about it, and as though there was kind of de- dejection and, and resignation among the fans, and it felt a bit odd. Uh, but like you say, we, we, we didn't we didn't we didn't expect it. I think anyone expected it. And if if reports are to be to be believed, the, the players didn't expect it either. No, I don't think many people around the club had an inkling this was going to happen today. Obviously, there would be concerns about the position in the table, uh, third from bottom. In the, and uh, obviously, if they'd won last night, they'd gone up to thirteenth. But I still don't. I think that the uh, the owners would have made their decision before last night. We understand Vichai wasn't there last night to witness that game uh, last night. But the, that atmosphere normally, you know, we've experienced defeats at the King Power Stadium before and, and bad moments. But the crowd was eerily quiet as they uh, left the stadium. Normally, they applaud the players off the pitch for their efforts, but it wasn't a case of that last night. But I don't think that it's been too much of the fans' reaction that's um, led to the Shakespeare uh, leaving. If you look at his record, having won his first five games and become the, uh, the first Englishman in Premier League history to do that as a debutant manager, um, he won two of the next eight and now he's won one of the start, first eight this season. So, I think they've looked at it in completely unresults basis. But what does baffle me a little bit is uh, having given him the job permanently, uh, with despite managerial experience, vast amounts of coaching experience, but very little well, managerial experience, to give him the job permanently and then give him money to spend as well in the summer, 
to only give him eight games, of which four of those were against uh, last season's top six. And those are the mm. only games they've lost. So I think that's why people are a bit surprised. Yes, the performances weren't particularly encouraging uh, against Huddersfield, Bournemouth, and last night against West Bromwich Albion. But you know, there was elements of their performances against uh, uh, Arsenal, certainly, when they were 3 to up with seven minutes to go. And Liverpool, when Jamie Vardy had a penalty save to, to get them a point there. And there were elements of those performances that were encouraging. And you know, we're just starting to see players that have just been signed uh, in the summer, Kelechi Nacho and Vicentio Bora starting to come back after injuries in the, in pre-season. And the Adrian Silva thing hanging over. So he had a lot to deal with. And Riyad Mahrez, the Riyad Mahrez situation. So Shakespeare's had a lot to deal with uh, at the start of uh, this season. And, uh, well, the owners have shown they've, they've got a ruthless streak in them. So why do you... I mean, the owners aren't, the owners aren't stupid people. They'd know that it was a tough start. And they they must surely realise or know that in some of the games they were only edged out and the performances weren't overly bad. I know a lot of people have been complaining about the performances, but they weren't they weren't too they weren't too bad. Uh, they weren't as bad as some of the games uh, at the end of Ranieri's reign last season. Um so why all those things considered, why do you think that they have made the decision to do it now? Well, I think they've decided uh, sooner rather than later. If they really uh, are not convinced that Shakespeare now, after eight games, haven't given him the job, was the right man to take them forward, they've decided to act quickly and bring in somebody else. But I don't believe they've got anybody lined up, um, so the search will go on. There are certain contenders out there. I should imagine Alan Pardew has been mentioned already. Sam yeah. Allardyce, or whether Sam Allardyce would be interested. Chris Coleman's now available after, uh, you know, well, it looks like he will be available. So, um where, you know, where do they, which direction do they go? I don't think they actually know at this time, but they've decided that it's the future is not with Shakespeare at the helm. No, um, I mean, obviously we've got people commenting on here, listing names. People already mentioned like Rafael Benitez, big names like Carlo Ancelotti being mentioned. I mean, I, I can't see, I can't see that happening. But we 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 are we understand that a lot of people will be thinking Nigel Pearson has just joined Leuven. He's just come back. He's made friends with the owners, he's now in charge of Leicester's sister club. Was this a potential stepping stone for him to return to Leicester City? Those questions are being asked, but as far as we understand, that won't be happening. No, Nigel Pearson will not be considered for the position. He's, he's held this position now twice. Uh, he's at Leuven, uh, obviously owned by King Power, the same group that owns City, uh, having repaired his uh, relationship uh, with Vishai uh, following their falling out. Um, but we understand he's not uh, in consideration to take over from Craig Shakespeare at this time. So in which direction City do go, we don't know. A lot of people seem to be quite keen on Sam Allardyce, but uh, Allardyce left his last position saying that he'd had enough of football. That he, his experience with England had uh, sort of robbed him of that sort of hunger and desire to carry on. Uh, Martin O'Neill, somebody's just mentioned there, he's, every time the vacancy comes up, he's linked with it. Yeah. They've approached him several times. He's always indicated he's not interested. And I think, same with um, um, the other O'Neill at Northern Ireland, you know, they've got a big playoff World Cup games coming up, trying to get their countries to the World Cup finals in Russia. I don't think those two would be uh, joining Leicester City anytime soon. I'm, I could be wrong and it wouldn't be the first time, but uh, I, I, I doubt those two would be uh, would I mean, be in they the could be out. They could, they could be out of the World Cup by mid-November time. But if they fail the playoffs, they're both out of a job then. So yeah. the potential is there. But 
I would imagine City it. wants somebody in quickly now because this is a key part of the season. After the start they had in terms of the fixtures, you know, this is, we're just starting a run of, of games now where you, you you know you really think City should be picking up points now, picking up uh, victories, um, and that hence the you know the reaction to last night's draw against West Bromwich Albion. So I should imagine they'll want somebody in quickly now. Uh, and just to, to guide them through the next uh, run of fixtures up until the next international break. Yeah, I mean, we, as soon as the news breaks, we get emails from various bookmakers telling us of the latest odds as to who's likely to come in. And at this point, they know as little as we do. But the early favourite is, as we've said, Sam Allardyce. Now, I, get, I know you said about the fact he, he quit Crystal Palace and didn't want to do it again, but... They've looked at him, but the, the Leicester have looked at Big Sam before, um, and obviously he had Shakespeare as his assistant when he took over at England. So, is there a potential then that if it is some, if it is Big Sam, could Shakespeare go back to being a number two, or is, do we think? I know we're speculating now, but is that something that could happen? That I, I find. I think Shakespeare would find that very difficult at this moment in time to consider going back to a number two under Big Sam at Leicester City, having just been told. I mean, we don't know what the, the course of the, com- of the conversation was, and we haven't heard the official announcement from City yet. But I would be surprised if, if, if that was the case. Perhaps Shakespeare, and he's ne- he always said that he never really thought about having a managerial career. He was quite happy being mm. a coach, enjoyed the role of coach, being on the training ground every day, working closely with the players. But when he was asked to step in, for Claudio Ranieri, he, he took on that role and quite enjoyed it and decided to want to have a go. But perhaps you never know, this experience might sour that and he might want to go back to being a number two on the training ground. That, that, if that is the case, then who knows? But, um, you know, we, we are talking hypothetically, obviously, but uh, I think Shakespeare is a very talented coach. Uh, he's very respected. He's played a big part in this club's uh, recent mm. history. I mean, he's been there for the League One Championship title success, the Premier League glory, the Champions League. He's, you know, I think he, he should be remembered uh, as somebody who's contributed in a massive way to Leicester City. Exactly. Right. What about you, though, James? As a as a supporter yourself, had, what was your immediate reaction when you heard? I thought I, immediately. I I was I was shocked. Actually, I know, like we said, we did the podcast earlier, and neither of us saw this coming, and. I thought, despite all the kind of negativity around some of the more vocal people on social media and on the forums, I thought he would be given longer, mainly because of the fact that the fixtures were so tough and that um, and that the performances weren't overly bad. My the only area that my and the fact that he got so many problems that weren't really his fault. So selling drink water, something that he didn't want to happen, that went ahead. Adrian Silva not being able to play, the guy who wanted to replace him, him being sat in the stands, that's not Shakespeare's fault either. Injuries to Abora Ian Iacho, not Shakespeare's fault either. I thought it would, he would get longer because of all these mitigating factors. However, as, from a fan's point of view, as opposed from me as a fan, as opposed to me being a journalist, I, I was starting to get... My patience was struggling by the fact that he that things he wasn't looking to change things where they were doing the same things over and over again just being edged out formations and personnel wise and I was I was getting a bit thinking come on let let change something get change things change shape change personnel do something to try and get something different and he wasn't doing that so that was the only thing that was starting to frustrate me 
all in all, though, I do think it's it, it's a harsh decision, especially with, with saying that, the, that they haven't made a decision with anyone specific lined up. That's a gamble. Yeah, I mean, it's strange, really, because only this morning we were talking about uh, it wasn't uh, a time to, to panic, but it certainly was a time for reflection and change. And we were hmm. advocating a change of style because this squad has evolved from the one that uh, won the title two years ago and won the title playing that 4 4 2. You know, we had uh, N'Gala Kante's gone, Drinkwater's gone, um, you know, several of the other well, lads have, have moved on. Okay, yeah. Uh, several of the other lads have. Um, have moved on and, and we've brought new lads in that probably aren't even suited to that like Vicente Bora Ben Shilwell's come through from the academy he looks tailor made as a, a left wing back to me but uh, you know we thought you know this was a time for change perhaps Shakespeare would shake it up now if you excuse the pun and uh, and and we'll see how they rea- react at Swansea, but he's not going to be given the, the chance to do that now. And, uh, and we have to speculate now what the um, the immediate future is going to be for that Swansea game. Now is, is Michael Appleton going to take on the job? I mean, he's a he's got more uh, managerial experience, uh, brought in as a number two, having done a great job at, at Oxford. Is he going to be the man to uh, steady the the ship, so to speak, at Swansea? Because that is now a hugely important game, and it's going to be a difficult one as well because they are desperate for the points as well. So uh, we'll have to see what happens. Um, hopefully, the uh, you know, we'll get the statement soon. We'll have a little clearer idea of uh, what Leicester City were thinking uh, when they took this uh, decision today. But uh, I think overall, I mean, a lot of fans, uh, certainly some of here on here, are uh, quite pleased with the news that uh, Shakespeare is gone. Um, so you know, we'll have to see what uh, what is next that, on I the. Do find, I do find that surprising, though. I, mean, I, I know, and we again we mentioned it earlier the kind of negativity surrounding performances and results. Um, a lot of people were, I saw people on social media saying how the, these performances were the worst it's been in, in few years. I, they, they surely can't remember Southampton away last season. I mean, that under Ranieri, that was, and Millwall away and Swansea. None of the, none of the performances we've had this season are in any way close to being as bad as they were last season. Um, when it was going bad in the round. And you could even go back to the Great Escape season, James, when they went on a terrible run of sequence and they were battling, but they were they were coming up short every week and it was it, a dreadful run of, of fixtures. And the, the owners showed they, they held a steady nerve then and stuck by Nigel Pearce and were rewarded by it for that in the end. And then, uh, you know, so it's, it's a strange one, really. Eight games is not really a, enough time to really assess this new Shakespeare dawn. Yeah, I know, I know. I guess uh, we're heading into a realm of speculation in it, but it part of me, it makes part of it makes me feel like were they really were the owners really fully committed to being to really fancying Shakespeare in the role? I know that after the run they went on after Ranieri was sacked, it was all it was fan- fantastic, and Shakespeare won his first five games in charge. They were riding that high. There was that reaction from all the ne- negativity that they had from Ranieri sacking, but then that Tottenham game. Where they were just utterly dismantled, that was so, that was so bad. Part mm. of me thinks, did, did they look at that and think, oh, are we sure? Are we sure this is the right guy? And then they eventually went for it. But whether they thought that he, whether they were really convinced by him in the first place. But then if you if you're not, why give him a three year contract? Yeah, I mean, we all expected him to uh, to go for another big name after having success with mm. Claudio Ranieri. Yeah. Um, Shaky came in and just steadied the ship five wins on the bounce that certainly did him a world of good and, and put him in the frame because we didn't think he really was in the frame until then 
But those five victories uh, and then the uh, Champions League uh, getting them to the quarterfinals against Atletico Madrid, I think that sort of like glossed over a little bit the finish towards the season. Um, and we understand that as well that he was chosen simply because he had uh, the support of the players. Uh, he obviously got a great reaction out of them straight away. We could see that with Liverpool. I mean, that, that certainly did create a storm, didn't it? Um, Jamie Carragher saying there's two teams coming off the pitch who should be ashamed of themselves. Uh, mm. And uh, so that that was the reason I think they went for him, if they thought he was the man that could get the most out of the crop that was already at the club. Um, this season, it has been a, a, a struggle. Um, I think uh, inevitably some players will have to look at themselves as they always do when a manager's been sacked and the team's not been picking up the results they, they've, uh, they've been expecting. But... Uh, no, I think, I think this will hit the, the players. And I'm a little bit concerned the reaction at Swansea because they had a great lift at Liverpool. And now some of them who were quite close to Shaky will be quite dejected, I should imagine, today. And they've got to pick themselves up. And somebody's got to pick them up as well. I was just going to say, Shakespeare is a hugely popular figure in the dressing room, um, as we know from all, all the years under Nige and, and since being in charge. How, like, how, how do you expect the players to, to, to react to to this decision, how how will they feel? Mm, exactly, Lorraine McFall uh, summed it up perfectly. I think here, I'm sort of shocked, but not shocked. You never are shocked completely with football. You're surprised at the timing sometimes, but um, then you, when you reflect on, it, you think, well, nothing surprises you in football anymore. It's a results business. We know it. Uh, he's not the first manager to be sacked already this season. We're only eight games in. Um, so I think that pretty much sum, sums it up, really. People are shocked, but uh, I, think, I imagine those players will, will be quite shocked today. So, uh, no, it should be interesting what course of action Leicester City embark on now. Um, just still waiting for that uh, official statement to come through as well. What do you think, I know, I know we don't know yet, what do you think the owners will do? Do you think they'll go for a big name? I know people on here were talking about Rafa Benitez um, and those kind of names. Do you think they'll go with a big name? Well, I think Rafa Benitez will be hard to get out of Newcastle, especially when the club's up for sale at the moment and new investors be coming in. And you know, that's an uncertain time. But um, I think he looks quite settled there. He's done a great job there. He's a legend there. He's very popular with the supporters. I think he'd be a very difficult manager to get out of Newcastle. Um, yeah, it's really is. If you look around, there's 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 contenders, but there's nobody that really stands out and screams. This is the man. The Leicester City need to, to go for realistically to get. I know people are talking about Carlo Ancelotti, but you know he's he's managed uh, some of the biggest clubs in the world. Um, you know, would Leicester City be able to attract him into a relegation battle in the Premier League? So, you know, it'd be uh, you know, it's, we'll, we'll have to see how it plays out over the next few days. And I should imagine, I mean, you know, still haven't officially announced the the sacking. So, but uh, the next few hours we'll probably know a little bit more about what direction Leicester City want to go in. Most definitely, and kind of lastly from from you, you're you're a guy as a journalist who who knows you know Shakespeare quite well over the eight years that you've you've covered you've covered the club. How what are your kind of abiding memories of Shakespeare and and what he's been like with you um, in in those eight years? I'm I'm, I'm personally very sad at the news today. Uh, Shakespeare was great to me when I first um, started covering the city eight years ago. Obviously, it was a bit different with Nigel then. He, he, uh, it took a while to gain Nigel's trust. And in the meantime, uh, Shakespeare was always help, helpful to me, uh, giving me little bits and bobs, um, giving me advice as well on how to deal with uh, his long-term friend, uh, Nigel. And so he was a very approachable guy, very helpful guy, um, a very kind fellow as well. 
Uh, I'm talking about him as if he's dead here, but he's just lost his job as a manager. <laughs> uh, I, I do uh, apologise if that's how it's coming across, but um, he, he is, um, he is, um, you know, a guy that uh, you know he's likable. Uh, we've seen him in the, his press conferences. You know, he's very approachable. He shares a joke with all the guys in the press room. Um, I imagine he gets that's how he gets his reaction from the. That's why he's a not great number two because he's a great go-between with the, to the players. He's approachable. They feel they can they can uh, come to him and and discuss their concerns or any issues they have. And you know, he's so he, person on a personal level, he's uh, he's a he's a great guy to know. And uh, um, I'm sure uh, that even tonight his phone will be ringing off the hook with uh, clubs offering him opportunities elsewhere as a coach and and hopefully a manager if that's the road he wants to go down. But if he doesn't, I'm sure there's a future for him. Uh, still very much in the game. I'm sure so, and we obviously wish him all the very best. Um, Rob, thanks very much for, for, for joining us on this, and all you guys there, you can follow all the breaking news on this on our live blog, which is still running as we await the confirmation from the club uh, that she takes away has been sacked. All the stories, all the reaction um, from fans and pundits and us uh, is on the Mercury website and also on our Facebook pages. So join with us then to be part of the conversation, and we will be back soon to speak to you soon thank you very much